the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. The violence in Columbus continued overnight and into this morning. A man stabbed to death. Uh, Today is the 120th homicide victim of the year. Uh, Two people shot to death overnight. So, uh, wow. The numbers are staggering, and it's uh, very discouraging to see those headlines every day. Also discouraging, but far less so because it's not led to loss of life, of course, but loss of freedom, which, you know, that's definitely uh, not something that we should take lightly. CDC basically telling you, put a mask on for your own good. Yeah, but why? Because I said so. Do you have data? Delta variant. Is it dangerous? Very, very contagious. But dangerous? Very contagious, I said. Thousand times more likely to get infected. Show me a study. Experts say. <laughs> um, and, I mean, at this point in time, Am I surprised that as people start to respond with this response that I've given before, which is, you know, vaccines build immunity in the body. Don't those who've recovered from COVID have those same antibodies? And there are studies that say there are better antibodies. Oh, look at that. On Twitter comes the headline. People should still get vaccinated even if they've already had COVID-19. Health agencies and medical experts say. I look for the studies. I look for the data. There is none. So how will you react to all this? What is the end game of all this? Why are they doing it? 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. Perhaps Joe in Groveport can sort it out for us. Hi, Joe. Uh, I think it goes back to fear and control, Bruce. I think uh, a lot of this stems from the rise of conservatism, and they know they're outnumbered, and uh, the sham that was the 2020 election proved it to them, and... uh, I think a lot of this stems from that. I think they just want to control the populace. I um, think you have been walking around in the inner reaches of my mind, Joe. Uh, I'll go a little bit farther. (laughs) Thank you very much for the call. We have right now on Capitol Hill hearings, which will be high theater, led by the Democratic Party, to squeeze every last ounce of political capital out of the January 6th Capitol uprising. The the January 6th uprising at the Capitol resulted from what? It resulted from people who felt like they were not being heard and that their reliance on free and fair elections had been compromised. Now, you can say, well, they're nut jobs. Okay, maybe. 
Nevertheless, the seeds of that deplorable action, and it was a deplorable action, you don't storm the Capitol, but the seeds for that deplorable action were sown by people who figuratively had been pushed beyond their limit to deal with what they felt were lies and people imposing an unfair will upon them. Right or wrong, that's what it boiled down to. So they were left with no recourse in their own mind than to take action. Now, it wasn't appropriate action, but people who are pushed too far seldom react rationally. I don't buy into the fact that these vaccines have some nefarious medical compound in them that will make you easier to track by the government. I don't buy into anything that nefarious because what did the many devotees of the Democratic Party who took the vaccine, are they lying about taking the vaccine? Or did they have some kind of uh, precursor vaccine that makes them immune to whatever dastardly and debilitating effects are surreptitiously put in the vaccine, reprogramming your DNA but not theirs? No, I don't believe that. But I do believe that Joe is right. It is about fear because a populace gripped in fear is a populace that will willingly give up its freedoms. We did it last March. We did it. Not last March, two Marches ago. That's one useful part of this. But the other useful part of this is, I said after January 6th, the Democrats are never going to let go of this. They're never going to let go of this. This is an eternal sledgehammer that never loses its impact. You'll be hearing about, why do you think they portrayed January 6th as the worst thing to threaten our democracy since the Civil War? Because they want the usefulness that they get from it. And so they pushed people and egged people on and called them stupid and mocked them and ignored the calls for election investigations to the point where the Capitol got stormed on January the 6th. And I've said before, and I firmly believe, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer watched that from wherever they were watching it, and they rubbed their hands together in glee. And so why wouldn't they go down that same road again with masks and with dangling freedom back in front of you and then, whoop, taking it away by condescending to you, telling you your, Bill de Blasio said today, a criminal. If you don't get vaccinated, a criminal, you're a criminal. You're selfish. You're stupid. You have a death wish. All these things. All they're doing with every single one of those insults. Joe Biden yesterday, you're not as smart as I thought you were if you don't get the vaccine. All they're doing with that is thumping you in the chest and pushing you back and pushing you back and pushing you back. And they're waiting for you to step out of line, to respond in such a way that you give them the ammunition 
to paint you the way they so badly want to demonize you. That's what this is about. They want to drive you to do something that will allow them to marginalize you, to cancel you, and if they need to, to incarcerate you and put you in solitary confinement. They've done it to almost 500 people who were mostly harmless, mostly looky-loos. Oh, hey, they broke that barrier. Hey, people are going into the Capitol. Hey, let's go, too. They took advantage of probably 100 crazy people in that crowd who forced their way into the Capitol and 400 who just kind of followed him. Hey, this will be a while. Let's go see what's going to happen. Mob mentality took over. And now, if we have to push them into act like a mob again, maybe it'll be worth it. 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. Bill in Zanesville is next on the Bruce Hooley Show. Hi, Bill. Hey, Bruce. How are you, man? Very good. Thank you. Yeah, I love the show, and I'm, I'm on board with you about the control aspect, but I keep looking at them trying to increase their market for this. I, I think they're getting kickback. I think in some way, somehow, these politicians are getting paid. Well, I mean, when you do what the American Federation of Teachers and the National Education Association tells you to do, and when you line big pharma's pockets, I mean, sure, they're going to contribute to your campaign, keep you in power, the people who are making them wealthy. I think you're right on the money there. Absolutely. Uh, I, it, that's the only thing that makes sense to me. That they, Now they're trying to get it to kids down to two-year-olds. <laughs> they, they want people who have been vaccinated to get another one. They. I think they've got a number in their head of, that they want to reach, and that, and that number is based on the money that's in them. Yeah, I mean, somebody's getting paid. You're absolutely right about that, Bill. I mean, it's free. Free. Go get the vaccine. It's free. Free. Well, free to you. It's not free. You think Pfizer and Moderna are cashing in big time on this? AstraZeneca trying to get its vaccine approved? I mean, I don't think that these... Firms are guilty of anything other than trying to innovate and trying to do something noble. But to portray to the populace that a vaccine that is not yet approved for anything other than emergency use is something that you need to give to children under 18 when 350-ish people between the ages of 0 and 18 have died from COVID, and we're not sure if they died from it or just with it. That is madness. That is madness. And it it is uh, a searing indictment of those in power that they would imperil the health of young people. And look, I mean, We keep track of the deaths, right? We don't keep track of the myocarditis. We don't keep track of the other side effects and stuff like that. So as they frustrate you by saying, all right, you get get vaccinated. You won't have to wear a mask anymore. You can get back to life as we know it. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. 11 weeks later. No, if you're vaccinated, no, you got to put that mask on. Because, oh, man, the Delta variant. Whoa, you'll get infected with the Delta variant. Will I be hospitalized with that? Ben Shapiro had a stat today. I have no idea how he came up with it, but I know he's not a man given to giving empty numbers. 
Ben Shapiro's stat today, if you're vaccinated, you have a 1 in 27,223 chance of being hospitalized upon reinfection with COVID. If you're vaccinated. 1 out of 27,000 plus will be sick enough with COVID that you'd have to be hospitalized. So 26,222 of you who are vaccinated have to wear a mask so that the other one person won't get sick enough to be vaccinated. We went from 15 days to slow the spread, flatten the curve, to no one can get a positive test ever. And I'm going to tell you right now what the next push in the chest is going to be. The next push in the chest is going to be, well, you know, maybe, may, ah, boy, the Delta numbers. Ooh, I'm not sure we should open the schools after all. I, yeah, you don't believe me? Here is teachers union head Randy Weingarten today. Has really thrown this curveball that says that, well, vaccination is the number one gold standard um, that we need to, you know, bring back our masks for schools. So the bottom line is we're going to keep kids safe. We're going to keep our members safe and we're going to try to open up schools and we're going to try to move through this political battlefield. Oh, we're going to try to open up schools now. We're going to try. It's easier to go from we're not going to open schools if you're standing on, and we tried, we're trying. Right now the dominant topic out there is we got to have the schools open. She's starting. She's starting to float it. Well, you know, we're trying. And once you get we're trying out there, then it's pretty easy to go. Well, we tried. It just just not going to work out. You know, maybe once this Delta variant boils down, uh, boils out and fries out and it's gone, then, 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 then we'll open the schools. We will have to wait and see how restaurants, stores, and other retail establishments react to this new round of recommended masking Ohio State and I I would love to know how Ohio State is going to get away with requiring its students to report their vaccination status by August the 5th that does not seem to me to be in line with federal law that allows students to keep their health information private but Christina Johnson issued that letter yesterday well it was an email um She says more than 70% of returning students, faculty, and staff are fully vaccinated. Wasn't that the number that would give you herd immunity? 70%? And what is she worried about? Uh, So they are required, she says, to report their vaccination status. Now, the one uh, little fly in this ointment is House Bill 244, uh, which goes into effect on October the 14th and uh, will not allow them to have different protocols for testing the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. So up until then, which is probably two months worth of school, 
uh, they'll be able to make your life miserable, and believe me, they will if you're an unvaccinated student. But I would love, it's got to be a student who's unvaccinated, whose father, mother, uncle, aunt is an attorney. It would seem to be an inviting class action lawsuit waiting to be filed. I would watch that with interest. Although Indiana University did get away with requiring vaccines of its students. And and I guess that doesn't make any sense to me, a public university. But it really doesn't make sense to me, just on a legal point, in my very rudimentary understanding of the law, is there is already a federal law that you do not have to disclose your health information. Your health information is private. So I don't know how requiring them to tell you if you're vaccinated or not is allowed. My guess for business owners is that most will not require masks, but will go back to signage. And I've, maybe these signs are already out there. I've ignored them because I have the antibodies. I know I'm not a danger to anybody, uh, nor am I going to get COVID. Um, at least I don't have a pressing fear of it. And even if I did, I wouldn't have a pressing fear of it. My guess is they'll have signs on doors. Yeah, I'm asking is recommended, blah, 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 blah. But will they say you can't come in unless you're wearing a mask? If they do, do they risk driving more people away than they attract? I'm not a unbiased voice on that. Because my inclination would be, I walk up to a restaurant, there's there's door A and door B. Door A says, all are welcome, masks not required. That's door A. Door B says, masks required until you sit down, then you can take it off. I'm going in door A. But there are people who would go in door B. And there'll be a lot of people who won't go anywhere because they're just absolutely terrified of COVID and everything related to COVID. It's really uh, an interesting case study in human behavior and how people think to view social media and the vitriol that comes your way whenever you post anything questioning what I think are reasonable assertions by the CDC. For instance, today... The CDC is on the march trying to convince people, mask, 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 mask. So here's their posting today. Vaccination fact. You should still get a COVID-19 vaccine even if you've already had COVID-19. Experts don't know how long you're protected from COVID-19 after you recover. My response to that was, do experts know how long you're protected from COVID-19 after you're vaccinated? Because I have not seen that reported. More importantly, I have not seen that documented. So I asked you today on Twitter, if you've not been wearing a mask, either vaccinated or unvaccinated, will you now wear one upon the recommendation of the CDC? Aaron, let's see how well you know our audience. If you have not been wearing a mask, either vaccinated or unvaccinated, will you now wear one upon recommendation of the CDC? What percentage of people do you think said, yes, now because the CDC recommends it, I will wear a mask? Um, Because the CDC recommends it. Yeah, if you haven't been wearing one before, 0%? 
Well, there are 15% of people who are dutifully obedient to the CDC recommendation. 85% say no, they won't. And there was this blissful period of time, 11 weeks ago to now, where the CDC said, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. And everybody was on the honor system, okay? And nobody wore a mask. And then the Delta variant started to rear its ugly head, and all the health experts started to panic. And You know, in some respects, you can't blame them. This is what health experts do. They are trained to obsess about infectious diseases. So we've accorded them such a platform. And I wonder if part of this, this is where Trump could be useful. Trump on the border or Trump on the economy or Trump on anything would give CNN, MSNBC, and all the other wackos out there, all the other freaks out there on the left. It would give them something to obsess about, complain about, scream about. But left only with COVID, they just put these doctors on every day, and these public health quote-unquote experts, and they stoke the fear.